0: Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network.
1: Welcome back to the nine on your side sports talk podcast. I'm your host Courtney Layton. I'm here with Matthew Jabs who is the ECU swimming coach. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for coming over. So let's talk about the past season how you yep. feel like you guys have grown.
0: Uh, I think we grew quite a bit. Um, coming off of last year with only 15 girls on the team mm-hmm. and, and growing the roster the way we did. Um, We had a really, really good dual meet season. Uh, We got to the, went from two and whatever we were last year to eight and three this year. So that was a good flip Uh, back to what we're used to here uh, at ECU with swimming and diving. And uh, going into the championship meet, I thought we we learned a lot. Uh, Being a young team, it's to be expected that we're gonna have some growing pains there, but I think we learned a lot and still had some really good swims, so.
1: As a coach, what do you feel like was the change? I mean, that's a big turnaround. But seeing it from your perspective, what do you think was the
0: change? Um, depth is huge. Being able to fill events uh, with bodies was a big thing. But again, you know, increasing the talent on the roster is also a big factor. That's kind of what we do is if you're not recruiting, you're not doing your job. So yeah. uh, recruiting was a huge part of it. And then the girls that had did come back and returned had that experience, were a little bit more comfortable, and they improved and excelled as well. So. It was good to good to have that how winning many people, season.
1: Back how many people do you have on the roster?
0: Our goal for next year is we should be just over thirty.
1: Oh my thirty people.
0: So <laughs> oh we gosh. grew pretty quick. Yeah. From, from from twelve to thirty in two years goes is is a pretty big jump. Um so that's the goal for next year. And so, we're well on our way.
1: Yeah. I know with swimming and diving, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of different competitions. Like there's always 300 and then there's that. Can you explain, can you like break those down?
0: Sure. So basically you're going to have the 100 and 200 of each stroke. So freestyle, backstroke, breaststroke, and butterfly. You're going to have distance events and sprint events um, within the freestyle events. So the freestyle events, we'll have the 50, the 100, the 200, the 500, and the 1,000 in a regular season meet, At a championship meet instead of the 1,000. They swim the mile. And then you also have two medley individual events, which would be the 200 medley and the 400 medley. and then you have five relays that you can compete in at a championship meet.
1: They swim a whole mile.
0: They swim a whole mile.
1: I don't think I, I don't even know, I know how to doggy paddle, I don't know how to swim. That's all right. I do not know how to swim. I've never, I've never been good at it.
0: If you get pushed into the pool and you can get yourself to the side, then you're good.
1: That is true. Or,
0: Or fall off the boat in the river and get back to the boat, you're good.
1: That is true. So with, with learning how to do the mile and the swimming and everything, you guys use this pool inside of here what does a practice look like for you guys
0: so a typical practice is about a two-hour practice depending on what group we're in uh, will depend on the yardage and the style of practice we're doing obviously our distance kids are doing a much higher volume of yardage than our sprinters would be doing and then everybody else kind of falls in between those two groups Um, but a two-hour practice warm-up is usually 20 minutes or so and then we're going an hour and 40 minutes of just hard training. Uh, a lot of interval stuff similar to, similar to track but with a lot less rest and right. how they train out there at different events and things like that. Um, but yeah, it, it's getting your butt kicked for two hours every single afternoon and then an hour and a half every single morning. Yeah. um do they every do day.
1: lift in the morning like yes. 6 a.m i don't i don't know so
0: <laughs> we've moved ours back to seven okay. uh so we get a little bit more sleep than than the normal crowd um when you think of morning swims but um yeah they'll lift uh three days a week and then they'll swim three mornings a week
1: now how high the divers mm-hmm. how high up do they go
0: our divers will dive all the way up to a 10 meter platform. Uh, We only have a one and a three here on diving boards, and then there's a platform event, which is just a stable, stationary um, platform that you're going to be diving off of. Um, So we'll compete one meter springboard, three meter springboard, and then at championship meet, you have the option of going off five, seven, or ten to compete, and uh, we'll have girls that will go off each of those. Uh, at the championship meet so does it
1: ever make you nervous to watch them dive off that board not at all because i feel like i would panic <laughs> I,
0: ha, you know i've been off a 10 myself before with not diving just just jumping off uh-huh. uh which was interesting how they do what they do off there is is very very impressive yeah um But no, I don't get nervous. We have a great diving coach. we got really, really good divers that that have been doing this most of their lives and they know what to do and and
1: what to expect. So So with your diving coach, Mm -hmm. is there anything that you see particularly that they try to uh, get them to practice to get them better at it? Like, is there anything that you really need to focus on to get better at that? Um,
0: Diving overall or
1: platform? either one
0: um diving overall is like anything else it's it, it's practice it's routine it's skill development um and, and coach ryan does an excellent job with that um when it comes to platform it's getting time on a platform mm-hmm. Fortunately, we don't have one here right now so any opportunity we have to get on one whether it's we're on a road trip and we're competing against a team that has a platform the divers will stay extra and do a practice or we'll go to greensboro Um, and go to their platform and train a couple times throughout the year and hopefully that will increase a little bit next year uh, with the divers that we have. But really, it's it's like anything else. Like, you would develop a hitter in baseball or you would develop any other skill in a sport. It, it's practicing those skills and techniques. And we've got a great dry land room here that gives them the opportunity to work out on a trampoline with a spotting rig so that our diving coach can kind of control their spins and flips and all that sort of stuff as well. So, wow. it works out pretty well.
1: On a trampoline? On a so trampoline. So, they kind of essentially do the same thing, just on a trampoline? Yep. With I've a, never With heard a
0: spotting of rig and ropes that go up. And wow, yeah.
1: really? Yeah. Wow. So with, with all the practice you guys do and you just kind of ran yep. through it, have there been any girls that have stood out to you improvement wise or just done really well in their events?
0: Yeah. Um, this year. Um, some of our veterans continued to get faster, which was good. Caitlin Raniere had a really good season. Paulina Rukasev had a really good season. i um, really pleased with them. We added a transfer, Brenna Wolf, who was, was awesome for us this year. And then some of our younger kids, um, Megan Armstrong had a really good meet at the championship meet this year, Uh, drop time in every single event that she swam, so we're really happy about that. Um, And then we had some freshmen um, really step up. Sadie Covington stepped up big in the distance events and had had some really good performances for us and for her personally. Um, Heidi Bruining, uh, a breaststroker, I am her, and then uh, Emily Hamlin. Um, from North Carolina here uh, swam really, really well at the championship meet for us.
1: Do you feel like the team chemistry is really strong between the girls?
0: Yes, I do. I think, you know, I I get that question a lot in recruiting. And and they're like, what's the chemistry? Like I said, it's ever-changing. I mean, every year is a new team. So your seniors are coming out and you got freshmen coming in and everybody's coming from a different background and a different um, upbringing and experiences and things like that. So it's not something that I think is ever just – achieved and like you've accomplished that
1: instead it's right.
0: constantly something we have to work on um and that's something that that we will continue to work on and being it's only our second year back mm-hmm. you know that's that's something that we put a lot of emphasis in
1: and talk about that it being your second year back mm-hmm. how how does that feel i mean with everything that happened and yep. everything that went down and how did it feel to come back from that
0: um it feels good um to be back first of all uh excited to have the program back um I'm not a very patient person, so yeah. <laughs> this has definitely been a lesson in patience. Um, before you got up here, I kind of had to look back and kind of see where we were last year with mm-hmm. times and then compare them to where we were this year. And We made huge strides and the expectation is to make huge strides again. While our dual meet record improved and it's about kind of where we expect to be, yeah. um, mm-hmm. dual meet wise, championship wise, we got a ways to go. Mm-hmm. and. Um, with all the success we've had with this program, um, I'm not I'm not real content with where we finished and, and, and we're still very motivated to move forward with things and when you sit around and, and you watch um, sit around. When when you're around and you see what Cliff's been doing with baseball and, and what Kim just did Kim and, and, and Corey just did with, with women's basketball and knowing where our program's been in the past. It just motivates you even more to 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 be back up on top
1: yeah we'll talk about i mean all the coaches ken mcneil leading them to a AAC championship Mm -hmm. i mean like you had coach Kraft doing a great job yeah track
0: had a great season coach
1: winkler in his second year leading the team to the best uh, record since i believe 2005. you guys have really turned the program around i mean there's just so much going on in ecu athletics you as a head coach what do you i mean coach houston i mean we've been to a bowl game two years in a row now and Fortunately, the first one didn't happen due to COVID. But the second one, you know, I mean, look what happened. Yeah. As a coach, do you feel like there's been a big change in ECU? Do you feel like there's a big reason?
0: I think COVID put the brakes on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that changed changed a lot of things, I think. Um you know, especially here at ECU, kind of football leads the, cha- leads the train. Right. You know, if, if football's rolling in a positive direction, I think it puts a positive spin on kind of everything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been here long enough that I've seen us when we're rolling over there and I've seen us when we're not rolling over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can definitely tell a difference in just overall kind of the feel around the place uh, when things are good over there and when things may not be as good over there. Um, but that's been a positive, and I think at the end of the day, it all comes back to people. Um, I know Coach Kim pretty well. Um, I know Cliff. I've known Cliff for a really long time. Um, our Coach Kim's son and my son play baseball together, little really? league for the all-star teams and oh, things like awesome. that. So, so we got to know them over the summer pretty well. And and they're just quality people. And when you have quality people in place within programs. It's about people. You can put facilities up, you can spend money, you can do all these things but if you don't have the people in place that understand what ECU is all about and what this place is capable of, you're not going to be as successful and I think we're starting to see um, more coaches understanding what ECU is about, and, and administration putting those coaches in places um, with different teams to be successful.
1: What are some questions you get from recruits? Is there any about ECU athletics in general, or are they all really focused on swimming? Um,
0: a lot of it is sport specific. Okay. You know, when you when you you're talking to an 18 year old kid, they want to know about you know, what kind of swag they're going to get and and (laughs) what the facilities are like and and what the coaching philosophy is and things like that. Um, They do ask about team chemistry. They ask about um, coach relationship with athletes, kind of how do you handle certain situations, things like that. Um, And then when they come on campus, they get a better feel for the overall environment. You know, if, if we have an athletic event going on during a recruiting visit, we try to get those recruits to that event, whatever it is—if it's soccer, if it's baseball, if it's lacrosse, if it's basketball, men's or women's—it doesn't matter, so that they can kind of see what it's all about.
1: Yeah, when I committed to ECU, this was 2015 or 16, so a long time ago. But I'm not remember, as long ago as me. So yeah. It's all good. <laughs> I remember coming into the coach's office um, after we went around the campus and everything, and I was just sitting there like you know, just sitting there and you're just like waiting. Because after we pulled into the parking lot of the softball field, and when you come to ECU, I know many coaches have said this, we came into the field and I just knew. I was like this is where i want to be yeah and i know a lot of coaches and athletes feel that way so like you mentioned when they come on campus they kind of get a different feel and yeah. i think that's true because you get to campus you get around the other athletes at like the welcome back thing that they do and it's just kind of like this is where i want to be
0: yeah and we tell our kids um that our current our current kids like they're the closers like we can have phone calls with them um we can have zoom calls we can meet with them at their pool and their, and do all that stuff leading up to the visit but at the end of the day those kids have to feel comfortable with the team. They need to feel comfortable on campus. So our, our current athletes are the closers when it comes to recruiting, and they've done a really good job.
1: We'll talk about you now. How did you okay. get into How did you get into this uh, overall?
0: Um, I've been coaching since I was probably 13 years old. Um, I got pulled through our summer league program into into doing that and helping out with that team and. Um, Coached at various levels, summer league, club, whatever it is. Uh, Came here to swim, 96 to 2000 for Coach Kobe. Um, Had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, (laughs) Back then you could change your majors a bunch of times and it really didn't matter. Um, So I changed my major a couple of times, had no idea what I wanted to do. Finally kind of settled into exercise science, kind of a general degree. Knew I loved sports. Uh, no, I knew I enjoyed um, the sport that I was in, swimming obviously, um, and needed an extra semester to graduate. And Coach Kobe gave me an opportunity to be on deck and kind of just be a gopher and float around and help whoever needed help and those sorts of things. and I really enjoyed it and then decided to get my master's and got a GA position. Coach Kobe was able to create a GA position for me and it just kind of snowballed from there that, that this is what I wanted to do and, and I seemed to have a little bit of success with it. Enjoyed working with the athletes, had a lot more fun seeing their success than any success that I ever had as an athlete. Um, and it just kind of spun from there.
1: What is your favorite part about ECU or Greenville?
0: Um, the ECU part, I think, is, is this place is, is pretty special. As an athlete, you're not just going to ECU, you are ECU. Right. Um, People are going to know who you are, know what you do, and not just, you know, some of the bigger sports that are on campus. But, you know, our kids get recognized out at breakfast and things like that as well. And um, they have no idea who they're talking to, but these people (laughs) seem to know them. And and, and that's that's pretty cool to have a community like that, um, that that supports their sports and and recognizes the work that gets put in by these athletes. and then you know i'm from connecticut originally i know it's cold today but (laughs) i'm never going back north um i love the weather here greenville's been awesome for me and my family and it's just been a really good healthy spot for us
1: is there anything else you'd like to say
0: not just i just really appreciate you coming over and kind of getting some insight into our program and um You know, we're looking forward to continuing to move up and continuing to to challenge for championships and and get back to where we belong um, and continue to make, you know, the Pirate Nation proud.
1: Great. Thank you for joining me today.
0: Absolutely. Thank you.